0: It's been really good and really successful this year so I'm thankful for all everybody involved from the volunteers to the billets to the fans to the players and the coaches and, and our board that kind of put this all together.
1: Welcome to episode 202 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It was a year to remember in Brooks, as for the first time since entering the Western Canadian Baseball League in 2016, the Bombers made it to the postseason. It's been a challenging few years, especially after the interruptions of the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the Bombers were able to take that time to refine what they were doing both on and off the field so they would be ready for 2022. Near the end of the season, our Ian Wilson headed to Brooks to chat with team officials, players and fans about how the Bombers have taken off. It led to a great story up on our website which you can see as we've linked it in the show notes to top it off he brought a microphone with him as well so now we can hear it right from those involved in that turnaround and we'll start things off in the podcast this week with general manager jason wandler
2: jason actually why don't we start out i kind of want to do some broad strokes on on tonight and where the team is at tell me about your relationship with brooks how how long have you been a uh, part of this community and, and what's your history with this community
0: uh, so I moved back in 2009 just at the time to be closer to my parents and, and my brother and sister in Calgary and my mom and dad are in Lethbridge so coming back to Canada was a, was a good move uh, just in terms of teaching salary compared to the US. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to start fresh and, and, and luckily enough uh, there was a job opening in Brooks. I really you know from the time that I left at 17 I don't re- I didn't remember Brooks much yeah um, you know did but you grow up
2: here then? No did I grew there?
0: up and graduated from McCoy in, okay. in Medicine Hat okay. so, That's my hometown as yeah. Well, so yeah so I mean like it was just good to be back and you know we jumped you know with both feet into the baseball here right away made some really big changes to the minor ball program um, ended up having a uh, a 13-year-old team that placed third in Canadians, and then that 14- and 15-year-old group the next year then also placed third. So we had some really good success, and, and then luckily enough some of those kids went on to play college baseball, and and then the formation working with Jason to, you know, he was really the spearheader of, of getting this facility built. And, and once we got it built, um, it wasn't long before we were approached about, Doing the a WCBL team, and I think everybody knows the story there. It was ugly for the first few years, uh, but this year in itself has been uh, a real blessing on on many fronts.
2: You entered the league uh, in 2016. I'm not sure what your involvement was in the in the very early stages yep. with the team, but um, I mean, suffice to say, it's not that old of a franchise. You have two years interrupted by COVID. Thanks a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to get things going. Just tell me what you've seen in terms of the evolution, maybe both financially, you've moved to a community-based uh, model, yep. um, how the fan uh, support has, has evolved, and just the, what, what we're seeing on the field as well.
0: You know, it, the break is as bad as we didn't want it to happen, and we missed out on two years of baseball. It was really good for us uh, in a number of aspects. Number one, it allowed us to... Uh, get a get a hold of our finances and, and really take hold of that aspect where we weren't struggling financially to just cover cover costs mm-hmm. so that has been really good and, uh, and on another note it, it allowed us to really formulate a strong board with um, new ideas fresh ideas good perspectives uh, some good business people um, so that that's really been a blessing and then the last it, it allowed myself anyways the ability to step back and, and take a look at what went wrong on the field for four straight years to really dive into how you build a team how you recruit how you develop relationships with college coaches and then you know you know bringing in some coaches that, that are going to be able to understand what summer baseball is all about and what it means to the community. So, it's it wasn't great that we were out of the game for two years, but it was a blessing.
2: Expand a little bit on that introspective uh, uh, moments for you in terms of team building. What what were you really looking at, and were you just kind of reading all the you know any Billy Bean book you could get, or 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 what like what was the what was the philosophy or or strategy there?
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny you reference the movie Moneyball. I just, (laughs) this whole season's been a a Moneyball experience for me. You know, being able to be really frustrated with the way things started and not wanting to be at the facility and and then having that turnaround of, you know, hey, wait a minute, we're a family and we all got to be in together and stick together through the tough times and then celebrate the success. So, I mean, uh, after that start, it was, we had some, we had some dark moments, not going to mm-hmm. lie. I mean, I mean, it was, uh, I think a lot of people went to a lot of dark places. Uh, the people that didn't were our fans. Yeah. Um, they stuck by us the entire time and, and the support this year has been phenomenal. I, I, I can't thank them enough. There isn't, there isn't enough words or a show of appreciation for what they've meant for uh, this team, this organization, and, and the community. It's been it's been fantastic.
2: Um, a lot of the uh, the teams are setting attendance records this year. Uh, obviously, it's a longer uh, <coughs> longer schedule, so you can draw more fans yeah. over that period uh i'm not sure what what's the situation brooks like attendance
0: wise yeah we've been pretty solid all year long like we've we've always said from day one i know we're, at, we're at the smallest market in alberta but for us to be financially uh how do you want to say viable yeah viable yeah. we have to uh we had to average about 250 fans and, okay. and, and we've I think, honestly, I think we there's only a few dates we didn't get that, and that was based off some weather issues. Yeah, um, We've had, you know, down the stretch here, our numbers have been uh, well above that. And then what's what's funny is uh, our 50-50s in the first four years were a couple hundred bucks, and, mm-hmm. you know, winter winner's split in a hundred. And now our you know, last 50-50 game was... Uh, twenty just over twenty five hundred and that's pretty phenomenal for a fan base of four seventy six yeah. that night to produce that money knowing it's going to a good cause because the 50 fifty last night in Okotoks was thirty two hundred yeah so I mean we're seven hundred dollars off the pace and they had I uh, 6,000 fans there last night yeah. so we had a fraction of the fan base and people here have been amazing in the support so I just I can't say enough about
2: it there's been some ballpark improvements uh, Talked to you a little bit about that prior to the season yeah we're, we're sitting underneath the flight deck right yep. now um, is, are you getting to a spot where this really feels more like home and like the home of the Bombers and it's just like uh, i don't know just something that the fans can really uh look forward to each time they come out is oh what's new at the ballpark eh, and yeah. those kind of things
0: yeah the, the the flight deck's been a real hit and i know that we're still in the early phase of trying to figure out how to market it and mm-hmm. and how to best utilize it but i mean people show up early to, to use it and uh, you know when it's fully rented out the people that get up here early are kind of disappointed. So I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. So and if we continue to get fans like we've had the last couple of dates, uh, you know, we have fans that are looking for places to sit and there's nowhere to sit, and that's a good problem to have. And that's that's something that will you know hopefully uh, get us get us some traction with the city and. and and finding different opportunities to expand the ballpark and and like you said make it make it a home for our fans that they can come to and 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 enjoy a a family fun atmosphere at at night at the ballpark
2: what's the connection been like uh, this year in particular after a couple years off in terms of the big club the bombers and lower levels of baseball in the community?
0: Well I think like again COVID kind of set everybody back and and minor ball numbers were down and and this year minor ball uh, numbers were were up Mm. uh, to my knowledge and so we had a few guys go out and and work with some of the teams and kind of mentor them and, and kind of get involved a little bit here and there. I know that we had our Riley Martin tournament that was it was really nice to get back, um, and we had the bombers there help. Uh, they did a little bit of umpiring. They, they set up some contests for the kids in the batting cages, and and I think just being visible there meant a lot to to the communities that were involved. And you know, when you come to the ballpark now, you see a lot of kids here that are uh, wanting autographs and, and you know want to want to be want to be a bomber, and that's. That's kind of the reason why this has been such, uh, such a hit this year. And like I said, sometimes I sit back and I, I watch what happens in Lethbridge. I have went to a number of games there. I went to Sylvan, went to Okotoks. And when I sit back here and I look at what we've built here, it, it, you get a little bit of emotion running mm-hmm. through your running through your bl- uh, blood and the veins, and uh, it's it's been really good and really successful this year so i'm thankful for all everybody involved from the volunteers to the billets to the fans to the players and the coaches and and our board that kind of put this all together
2: you obviously you have a family connection to the team as well what's that been like uh seeing that uh you play out on the field right in front of your eyes. I, yeah, I know you got a lot of other things to do, uh, probably on game days. I saw you, you know, soaking the infield and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. that, that's a nice uh, thing to come to the ballpark too.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, my oldest boy, Jaden, played for us in the first couple of years, uh, and that was pretty neat. And then now Dax comes through. He played as a high schooler, um, injured himself, and then he's he's working his way back in. So, you know, it, it's to be able to share the field with your, your kid and be able to watch him, um, you know, not many people get an opportunity to do that. So it's been really fun to play catch pregame with him and sit in the dugout and talk shop. And then, you know, probably the highlight of my, my season this year, other than making playoffs, of course, was when we are in Sylvan Nagle, Ryan Nagelbach got tossed out of the game, and Dax had to come in and play second, and came in in a crucial situation in the top of the tenth in extra innings, and hit a hit a hit a single RBI, and I like the embrace in between first and second was something I'll never forget. So that's pretty special.
3: Yeah.
2: You referenced the the playoff clinching night. Walk me through that. What's that night like for you, <laughs> and what's that moment like?
0: Well, to be honest, you know we were. We were kind of scoreboard watching. Yeah. And, you know, we were down and Lethbridge was down and then Lethbridge tied it. And, you know what, to be honest, like for some reason, maybe it's just the power of positivity, but I I thought, I never thought we were out of the game. And Mm -hmm. we get uh, down to, I think it was our last out, and Jimmy comes up and Wolfie's on first and, and, they let him steal, and I thought, "What for?" And uh, then Jimmy hits a single, scores. We get into extra innings, and once you get into extra innings, anything can happen, especially with the with the international rules. And, and uh, man, it, everything seemed to just click. And uh, it was pretty special. Like, we, uh, like I said, that that whole team family atmosphere. We we all hung out in the in the lobby of uh, or in the breakfast room of. The hotel in Red Deer and bonded even more and shared a lot of stories and and smiles and laughs and uh, it was it was pretty good like yeah. it was great and, and these kids really understand what it meant to us the community the organization to be able to be the first team to do it yeah. and and whatever happens today whatever happens moving forward in the playoffs. Um, They know that what they achieved this year was pretty special.
2: Uh, At the All-Star Game, I talked to you briefly, and and, uh, we talked about you. Uh, potentially making the playoffs, uh, and you said, "Look out if we get in." Yeah. We're, we're, you know where I don't know how. Not long away now from first pitch. Yeah. What's your expectation for the night now that you're you're here? Well, you know it, it's it,
0: it's mixed feelings to be honest. We've lost a number of key guys, and
1: they've had to go back
0: for school commitments, and and I guess at the end of the day, you always hope that that doesn't happen Um, but it is. It's a reality and we can't hold guys here against their will and so when they leave it just means that other guys got to step in and and step up and to be honest last night was really really good through five innings and and then you know things turned south a little bit and and Okotoks flexed a little bit Mm. and uh but that's just game one. So today is a new day, a new opportunity, and and you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight to the death, so to speak. And, and these kids are gonna show show the grit that they have.
1: When you look over the stands tonight, what do you want to see, or what what do you think the emotions will be like for you with that? I think,
0: yeah, for me, at uh, watching the smiles, the laughters, the energy, the clapping, the. Um, The enjoyment that fans are having at the ballpark and to know that we played a very small part in that um, Leads me to believe that this organization can continue down this path
2: year in and year
0: out so that's that's kind of what i want to do is just kind of step back and enjoy the moment and, and truly hope that our boys can pull something off magical and send it back to Seaman. last question for you i know you got stuff to do and want to enjoy the game too yeah. uh
2: we asked this of most of our guests what does the game of baseball mean to you Uh, (laughs) You know what? I don't know much that
0: I haven't done year in, year out that didn't include baseball. So it's just something that You know, that's why the last two years was really weird. Yeah. But like I said, it gave me perspective on what the game means to me as a person and what I can be able to try to uh, build for our community and and, and our fans and and the county and just Southern Alberta in general and give people an opportunity to to enjoy the game. And not only that, but also have an opportunity, if you're a young kid, come play the game so it's been it's been a good ride so far and i'm gonna keep riding it as
1: long as i can i guess the man who helped guide the bombers to a 26 and 30 record for fourth place in the west division standings was first year coach bryce davis
2: Bryce, I guess first off, tell me about uh, how you came to, to be the head coach of the uh, Brooks Bombers this season.
4: I mean, I, I believe that everything happens for a reason, and it just so happened at the time that uh, I was moving out of an assistant role in professional baseball and uh, looking for like something new that was going to give me opportunity to grow. The WCBL, Jason Wanler, Jason Thomason uh contacted me after submitting a resume to for managerial experience and um man am i glad that you know i made my way up here and got to experience the summer with the best team that i you know i've ever been a part of so it's uh it's really been fun but it's been a twisted road getting up here at north (laughs) yeah where is home for you that's a good question. Uh, it was uh, Chicago before coming here, okay. it was Indiana before that, and yep. it was Texas before that. So, uh, hearing that Alberta was the Texas of the North was a, yeah. a good a good pitch. Has, so. has it lived up to that reputation? It, it, gives, a, it gives a soft uh, image of seeing things down south, but I mean the best part about Alberta so far and the entire summer has been the hospitality of the town. hospitality of our host families, the amazing kids that we've gotten to spend all this time with and just uh, we've led the league in fun man there's no there's no shot that anybody's had more fun than we have so it's a it's a snapshot in life that I'm gonna remember in in this 22 season and man am I blessed and happy that it was a yes and it turned out so well.
2: Um, I'm not sure how much of the history of the team you knew about before you stepped into the role you know like kind of joining the league in 2016 Mm. and Missing two years with the pandemic. Everyone missed two years with the pandemic, it feels like. But this wasn't, uh, you know, when it came to wins and losses, this wasn't a highly successful team. Um, Tonight we got the first first playoff uh, home game, first playoff game uh, at Elks Field, yeah, ever. Um, How much of that did you know about and how much was that, I guess, motivation to? To rally the troops? It was everything.
4: Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Jason Wandler is a very competitive individual. When we went through the hiring process, it was talked about you know, changing the culture in Brooks and trying to really, you know, right the ship and get into a place that not only was respected in the WCBL, but a place that, you know, could turn their culture into a winning one. And so uh, my assistant and I uh, walked in and we knew what we were going to have to do. We knew what our goals were for wins. Uh, We were able to crush eight other bomber franchise records and uh, but I mean the most most important one was making sure that we got a franchise record and wins and a playoff berth and uh, tonight represents so much for us because these people that have stuck with us mm-hmm. when we were two and eleven to start the year to now turn it around and be say that we're a playoff team is uh... you know we're playing for them tonight you know there's a lot of nights we play for our families a lot of nights we play for each other and tonight's for Brooks and yeah. it's just uh... We're really, really, really exciting that we could be a part of the turning point, hopefully, for this organization, and we can honor them tonight with, you know, hey, twenty-two was it was a good season, and and we're a playoff team, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's that's fun. It's a bit of a, a David Goliath
2: uh, historically, you know, yeah. when you look at Brooks and Okotoks and even like. Even you go to the stadium, and I say this respectfully yeah. because every market's different, right? Absolutely, so, yes, if you put Siemens Stadium here, it mm-hmm. would be largely empty a lot of the time, mm-hmm. just yeah. population base, right? So, I guess what, what's the expectation for the community? What do you want to give to the community, and and see back from the community? You know, with rewarding them with a playoff game.
4: I mean. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to what we've gotten and hopefully that we've motivated some people that we're gonna put an entertaining brand on the field. I mean this year we've hit fifty two home runs and not all of them were at Elk's Field. So yeah. we uh, you know our the pop in the bats and the and the fun that we've had offensively is hopefully something that, you know, stays in Brooks for years to come as part of the identity of like why it's fun to go watch the bombers play. But I mean I love Siemens Stadium. I love what it represents. I love the fans that are there that, that know baseball here in Brooks. I love the the intimacy of how close everybody is and and you know that there's if you if you listen hard enough hecklers show up, honesty shows up, and you know a good time shows up. And so we there's there's teams that come in here and they're jealous of what we have as far as a fan product and environment and, and it's just the charm of Elks Field. Uh, it's just a lot more fun when it's really full, and we want to give fans a reason to come out and be a part of that in the future. And so tonight, I mean, win or lose or draw, I, I think everyone knows the experience as a group that we've had and the brotherhood of like these group of guys that are going to be best friends for the rest of their life. We were lucky enough to get down to the last day of the season with still 27 players, which is like absolutely incredible. Just a, a testament to how much these guys love each other. But. Um, yeah, tonight's for Brooks and, and we're just happy to shake it up and, and go against that that Goliath if that's what he is and, and, and we'll see what happens at the end, but it, it's been a fun, fun ride.
2: A lot of people talk about the uh, the dimensions of Elks Field yeah. and, and, you know, the, the WCBL home run ro- home run record was set here in 2018, yeah. Riley McDonald, and it was a controversial, it was kind of like you yeah. had the short porch at Yankee For Stadium, sure. stuff like that, but th- this team can hit, Like yeah. this team can legit hit, I mean you put up uh, six, I think it was six last night, against yeah, some pretty good pitching, um, how much, I guess do you use that as a chip on the shoulder when people are like, yeah you guys are playing at Elks Field? No, I mean you still gotta hit him. we got six
4: guys hitting over 300 right now, yeah. Uh, we've, we've surpassed over a hundred doubles. If, I mean, if they want to throw the umbrella of, you know, the park dimensions into the factor of our success, that's fine. Everybody gets to play here too. Yep. It was, uh, it's, um, yeah, you got to you you right? pitch, pitch here too. And yeah. I mean, like, I think it's more of a testament that, you know, our pitchers found a way to the playoffs and they still had to pitch here, you know, 26 times. So <coughs> it's, um, it's uh Baseball's baseball. It, it can be crooked. It can be weird. It can be big. It can be small. Um, some of the most entertaining games of the year, we're at another smaller park at Moose Jaw, and, I mean, not one ball went out. So it, yeah. it's, you just never know what's going to happen. Baseball's beautiful like that. And uh, Elks Field is where we have found a lot of our good times this year, and we like playing here. It's, yeah. it's fun. We, we, we love all, all the fields, and, and we're excited to go tonight at White on White. You've seen some uh, some baseball. You come up from the states. Uh-huh. So you've, you've seen some ball. How does
2: this uh, WCBL and this team rank and compare to uh, the ball that you get, the branded ball that you've? I mean,
4: it's it's been a every new stop is a new experience. Um, you know, it's the talent level for the league has been very very respectable. There's been some great challenges, uh, you know, from from team to team, you know, with with certain guys hitting that can really swing it, certain guys that can really pitch it. There's also a lot of opportunities to, you know, see that the game's imperfect. You're still playing 18 to 22-year-old amateur baseball. And so, um, you know, bullpens wear down, seasons drag on. And that was one of the appetizing things about coming up here to a 56-game season was, a lot of these guys that we recruited wanted to play professional baseball, mm-hmm. or at least at the time said they wanted to, and then they come <laughs> yeah. up here and you get through the dog days of July. You get on the bus, you get off the bus, you spend an off day on the bus, like, and then you ask yourself, like, hey, am I really going to like yeah. make this a career? Am I really going to be good enough to, to put this much into it with, with not – but one day off a week at the most. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the experience that I was looking forward to as far as longevity and, and the grueling grind. That, that, was, that was really, really fun to me. Yeah. It's been even more fun to watch these guys go through it and not be afraid of it. So um, any team that's still in the playoffs that has, you know, 20-plus guys that are willing to give up their August, you yeah. know, it hats off to them because you know from a commitment level that's what baseball is all about is not wanting to be anywhere else but the ballpark so girlfriends are undefeated and people <laughs> want to go home a lot of the time but you know it's it's really cool that guys are still wanting to shake it up in the middle of august you know even if it's okotoks or us or Hat or you know regina it's it's just cool when guys want to stay and play uh, I saw you talking to Mitch Schmidt before, before
2: oh, yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any pregame wagering or words of wisdom from me He's won it all here. before. Uh,
4: Schmidt, so. Sh- 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 he's uh, a big-hearted individual that makes time for guys in every scenario. I, I've, I haven't met a lot of people that are as good at staying present in mm-hmm. conversation. We just talked for an hour out there, and like, it, it was incredible just to listen to what he thinks is important which mm-hmm. is just being good to people mm-hmm. and you know anytime you get a chance to talk to a guy that has as much has had as much success personally and in the coaching scheme you know you, you got to soak up on it to that that uh, that hour out there with him on the truck might have been one of the best of the summer and I He's been incredible to us, our staff, our guys. During the All-Star break, he was the best hostess I've ever seen. And, I, I mean, if I don't ever see him again and after this experience, I mean, hes he's been a very, very special person for the summer. And I'm not going to
1: forget his words anytime soon.
2: Well, you got an important game coming up, yep. so I won't keep you. But good no. luck tonight. And I appreciate you having there. me. Thanks All for fun. what
1: you do, man. Catcher Jimmy Costin put together an all star caliber season behind the plate for the Bombers, hitting 323 with seven home runs and 44 RBI in 49 games.
2: Jimmy, welcome to the podcast. Nice to be here. First off, where's home for you? Uh, New York. New York. And how did you end up in in beautiful Brooks, Alberta?
3: Uh, It is beautiful, but uh, just my coach knew one coaches and they just sent me out here, so I was excited.
2: Awesome. How uh, you had a terrific season so far? Uh, just maybe break down how it went, uh, both for you individually and for the team.
3: Uh, for the team, it was a rough start in the beginning, but we rallied uh, back as boys. We really became brothers, and uh, it was a nice, really nice summer to be a part of this. And then individually, it was just bat to baseball, and then catch the ball, throw the ball. It was pretty <laughs> simple. Awesome.
2: Um, did you know much about the history of Brooks before you got here, or was it just like
3: no, a yeah. place on the map? Or yeah, a place on the map. I didn't even know. <laughs> Provinces or whatever, all that stuff. But yeah, yeah no, it's beautiful. I'm very happy I came. Awesome. And um, just with with
2: the history of the team, I uh, came into the league in 2016. Not a lot of success, wins and losses. Um, you're part of the team that's delivered a playoff berth. Does that uh, does that resonate to you? Uh, like after you've lived here for the summer and got to know the community? Oh and-
3: yeah, absolutely. The community's great here. Everyone is so loving about and like taking us in and everything that, but giving these guys playoffs was very very special yeah
2: did you hear any of the the story of the previous seasons from either uh jason wandler or from the coaching staff uh throughout the year
3: and yeah i uh, remember when they said i think i don't know 22 or 21 wins and they were like, yeah we just broke the wins record and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, we were like i think two-thirds of the way the season's done and i was just like wow like yeah that's pretty cool you got to be an all-star
2: this uh, this summer as well i believe yes uh i mean i was at that game terrific experience Very. what's uh what's kind of you know in terms of the atmosphere and going to the different communities i assume this is the first time in canada for you yeah, and, it yeah is. what what's that been like for you just uh, seeing the other parts of saskatchewan and Alberta. Uh,
3: it was it was really cool seeing the other parts and like how some of it's the same some of it's different going all the way out to fort mac and Eight hours away, and it's just, it was was a very cool experience being a part of it. A
2: few bus rides. Yeah, very few (laughs) bus rides. Very
3: long, too. Yeah. Very beautiful to watch the scenery.
2: What's, uh, I guess, what's the message to the fans tonight? Uh, You know, win or lose, or or whatever happens the rest of the playoffs. Do you have any message for the fans? Uh,
3: Just thank you for being the best fans and taking us in as a community, and we're going to try and get to the uh, the W.
2: Um, one, One thing that gets talked about a little bit is the dimensions at Elks Field. In years past, you know, oh, of course you're hitting homers there, the short, you know, the short porch thing at Yankee Stadium comes up. Um, But you guys can hit. Like uh, if you check the batting averages and doubles and everything else, you guys can legit hit. Do you you use any of that as a chip on the shoulder or motivation? Uh, Yeah, absolutely.
3: Just like... You just want to hit the baseball hard. You just want to square up the baseball and then however far it goes, however far it goes. We only had like two wall scrapers here, so I don't want to hear anything about that. They all went over by a lot more, so they would have been out in a lot of yeah, different parts. You're not having it. No, not at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, awesome. And the last question we asked this to most of our guests is, uh, what does the game of baseball mean to you?
3: Uh, baseball is everything. It's my whole life. Always been since I was like two years old. I just love baseball. I love seeing other places like this coming out and just playing baseball for people who love it.
1: Okotok slugger McCoy Pierce was in the visitor's dugout this time around, as he's no stranger to the Bombers, having played with them back in 2019.
2: First off, actually, I just wanted to ask about uh, kind of the, the homecoming tonight. What was it like being in this environment where you started your WCDL career and you uh, I'm sure the crowds weren't always, you didn't always have quite this many people uh, in Brooks when you were here before.
5: Yeah, no, they've had way more fans this year than uh, we did in 2019, which is good for them. I'm happy because I, I love Jason, both Jasons. They've been the nicest Guys, you I've ever met, and they still cheer for me, even though I'm playing on another team. So it's super nice to still like be close with them, even though I'm not on their team. Still,
2: I I noticed you had some connections still with the young fans here uh, (laughs) before I before I came up to you. Uh, So still, lots of lots of connections here in this community.
5: Yeah, for sure. That was just my billet family, and they they've been. uh, I saw them last time we were here too, and they just want to say hi and stay in touch they said so it's been super nice they're super nice people and uh, I really enjoy seeing them again so it was nice. If COVID doesn't happen maybe you're on that other in that other dugout have you thought about that at all or 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 am I reading too much into things? Well I was supposed (laughs) to play there in 2019 so maybe Uh, yeah I'm not sure I know I've known Joe for a while and he's been trying to get me out to Okotoks, but things haven't worked out until this year so yeah, you never know. Maybe I could have, but I wouldn't mind to. I love this place. Got there's just a great community here, and yeah, great people.
2: What did you see uh, this season in terms of the growth of the team? Obviously, um, I do want to talk about the dogs, obviously, but yeah. but also Brooks. I mean, this is a special season for them making playoffs. Uh, was there something you noticed either on the field or in the you know uh, in the community when you came here that uh, stood out to you more than when you played here? Uh
5: I think it was because they had more guys staying this year because when I was here in 2019, a lot of people just kind of gave up on uh, the Bombers early on in the year and we were left with like half the team that we started with so for sure they they had more people stay throughout the year and they grinded and uh, yeah, I think that's what happened and they had more support from the community it looks like so.
2: Um, Walk me through this series, you guys got a bit of a scare yesterday in Okotoks like This Brooks team can hit right like and they did last night against one of your better pitchers. Uh, Tonight was a little different but (laughs) (laughs)
5: Uh, Yeah, we We knew going in that they could hit and we just had we knew we just had to score more runs and that's basically what we were going into They're doing Uh, Our pitchers have been phenomenal all season. So as long as they keep them down till Below six, or, well, you should be good. Fine, you know. Yeah. As long as we score more runs. Yeah. On to uh, Sylvan Lake, which I think
2: hit, uh, heading into the playoffs was, you know, the big matchup in the West, right? The two yeah. teams doing battle. Uh, give us a quick preview, if you can, or what you can expect. Obviously, their pitching is something that's noticeable uh, or jumps out.
5: Yeah, we've got a pretty good uh, rivalry going on with them so far. Uh, I think we we beat them. Uh, eight times and they only beat us twice so they're probably looking to get after us finally and hopefully we uh, continue our win streak against them. So I know their pitching has been good all year but uh, our bats have been a little bit better than theirs all year as well so that's probably the key to it.
1: Thanks again to Jason Wandler, Bryce Davis, Jimmy Coston, and McCoy Pierce for joining us this week. And thanks to Ian Wilson for the great story and interviews. Thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. And a tip of the cap to our Platinum supporters, the Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy, for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. If you or your organization would like to get involved in sponsoring us, head to com slash supporters. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.